to the first in our series of reflections for Holy Week, the days that mark the events leading up to Christ's crucifixion on Good Friday through to his glorious resurrection on Easter Sunday. And in one sense, there's nothing special about Holy Week. In so many ways, it's just another week. But one of the many things it does afford us is a time to slow down, to take some time to pause and reflect on the momentous and life-transforming events this week represents. And while marking Holy Week isn't an obligation, it is an opportunity. It's an invitation to walk with the Church through the most important week in the history of the world. It's a chance to focus our minds on the most important and timeless realities. And given the times in which we find ourselves, never has that been more important. The final eight of Matthew's 28 chapters are given over to this one week, along with the last six of Mark 16 and the final six of Luke's 24. Most significant, though, is John's Gospel. Ten of the Gospel's 21 chapters, essentially half, deal with the final week of Jesus' life. His betrayal, his trial, his crucifixion, and his triumphant resurrection. And so this Easter, let's use the time and settle into the rhythms of the season to carefully and prayerfully reflect on the events of Holy Week. And we would encourage you to take some time to slow down and to savour these reflections. Just take some time, find a comfortable place to sit still and quiet your heart and soul and invite the Spirit of God to come and meet you and minister to you in the midst of all that's going on around you. Let God's presence come upon you and give you peace. This is a time to pause and to ponder, to carefully mark each day and not let this greatest of all weeks merely pass us by like every other. And our hope for us all is that this may be a week for being freshly grounded in the love of Christ a love that he has for each and every one of us, whether we believe in him or not, all so evidently on display from the beginning of Palm Sunday through to the ultimate sacrifice of Good Friday, all the way on to the triumph of Easter Sunday. And our prayer is that each one of us may know the love of Christ in all its breadth and length and height and depth, and wonder upon wonder be filled with all the fullness of God. Luke chapter 19, starting in verse 28. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they'd seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. 
Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. Palm Sunday is the day in the church year where traditionally we mark the entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem for the, for the last week of his life. As he rode into town on a donkey, Jesus knew exactly what was about to happen to him. He knew he would be humiliated, he knew he would be rejected, and he knew he would be crucified. And yet, knowing all this, how does Jesus respond? Verse 41. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you could only have known on this day what would bring you peace. If you had only known on this day what would bring you peace. As we contend with our day-to-day -day lives in the midst of war in the Ukraine, cost of living crises and on and on, do we know this day what brings us peace? Is it the things that have been stripped away? Is it the busyness and franticness of our lives, the chasing our tails and filling up every moment with distraction? Because the truth is, Jesus is the only one who brings us peace. And the events of this Holy Week are an invitation from the Spirit of God to meet with Jesus afresh, or perhaps to meet with him for the first time. So can I encourage you to take some time today to invite the Holy Spirit to come and show you on this day the one who brings us real peace, even in the midst of all we're going through. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm.